going on, Miami? Happy Monday. Thank you all for joining me. Thanks for joining for another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Thank you. All right, so uh, it's Monday, March the 21st, and there's already, uh, you know, things in the news regarding Miami. We already know Miami Beach is a mess, right? I mean, that's all cool. That's already handled. We talked about that yesterday. I wrote a meme about it. We should normalize gunshots in Miami Beach during these times, make it into an event. You know, somebody shoots into the crowd, you just go out running, you get a little exercise in you, make it normal, okay? Let's make events out of it. Musical chairs, which cocaine bag has the fentanyl in it, you know, things like that. Normalize it, Miami. Let's do a cash grab. And speaking of cash grab, the topic of today's podcast is, did you hear about what's going on in the Florida education system? Oh, boy. Ron DeSantis is really out there making moves. All right. And that's the theme of this podcast. Uh, Shout out to Ron DeSantis for trolling people. And uh, doing something that looks mean and degrading for a certain group and then just flipping it on its side and doing something completely different. Did you guys hear that $800 million are about to be pumped in the Florida education system just days after Ron DeSantis said, don't say gay in school? (laughs) Which, by the way, I can't believe we're still discussing this as human beings, right? Oh, you know, don't say gay uh, between kindergarten and third grade. Uh, do, do these politicians really think that there's teachers out there just throwing the word gay around like it's all good? Is that what's going on? Am I missing something? I never had a discussion on gay in school when I was in elementary, right? I didn't, want, I didn't take a nap. And then when I woke up, you know, the next topic was about gay I understood gay as a child, and it was normal. I grew up healthily accepting my, my gay kindred, right? Is it kindred? Kindred spirits? Whatever. I have gay friends. My teachers didn't talk to me about it. Okay, we figured it out on our own. There's even school, uh, there's even students that call you gay. I remember I was called gay all the time. <laughs> Students in school were the worst, right? They would throw the word gay around. They already know what it is. They don't need a teacher to tell you what gay is. All right? We figure it out. And if you really need to have a discussion, let's say you're born, right, and you get adopted by, gay, by a gay family, you know, you got two dads or two moms, you're, they're going to find out about it. They're not going to make it like, oh, I need to go to school to figure out what my parents are all about. No. The parents beat you to it. Is something going on in school that I don't know about? Did something change? Are the times are changing? We're like, stu- we're like, you know, you got kids on the first grade, and then the first thing the teacher does is like, all right, kids, gather around. One plus one equals gay. Is that what's going on? Huh? Where, <laughs> where like a bill needs to be passed to stop people from talking about this? This is I don't I don't I don't understand why these are still issues. Okay, this is something that has been handled in my generation and I'm sure generations before. What agenda are they pushing? And I think it goes both ways. 
where it's like, well, we got to push the Christian agenda and we got to push the LGBTQ community agenda at the same time. Ready? Fight. I think this already got handled. No, we got to fight again. Do it right now in 2022. Here, I'll help you. I'm going to sign a bill into law so that we can make this an official round. Ready? And fight. It's almost as if, like, these are just ways to announce and speculate that $800 million are about to get pumped into the education system here in Florida, which is exciting. All right? I am an advocate for education. I love education. Not the public school education so much. I didn't learn anything, to be honest with you. I mean, maybe just reading and writing. You know, shout out to my kindergarten teacher for helping me get my ABCs in order and my one, two, threes. Right, But as soon as they started doing multiplication and division, I'm like, you know what? I'm good. Let's leave it at that. Because when there was a calculator around, you knew as a kid, it's like, I'm not going to pay attention to this. I don't know why I got to measure circles and put letters in it. Why am I doing this? Right? It's almost as if like the people that were teaching math and were telling you you're not always going to have a calculator was like, so you're telling me Tesla didn't become a multi-billion dollar business because they they did math off the dome is that what we're learning here <laughs> i don't understand education for me should be more personalized in my opinion right whatever it is you want to learn you match it up it's like all right this person accomplished what you wanted here's a book about it here's an online course about it here's some youtube videos about it and then you just dive in you do some exercises you put it into practice next thing you know you're killing it Right. But for them to come around and be like, all right, guys, today we're going to do calculus, which is ironic because you can't use a calculator. Ready? Here's a fat textbook with a bunch of numbers in it. Do exercises uh, one through 100 and see me in the morning. And then you spend your entire childhood just doing homework. All right. And then now in 2022, instead of talking about improving the education system, we're talking about what you can't say gay in school. Is that what we're doing? Is that the education we're getting here? <laughs> oh, man. Let's go in the chat. Uh, say what's up to everybody. Adri, welcome. Nez, Cornell, uh, Jay, what's up, man? Sellers, ready, set, fight. Uh, Kalinda, greatest of the Danes. Thank you all for joining me on a Monday. Y'all appreciate it. We're here talking about the education system in Florida. And how it's coming into Miami. So, all right. So, I really think Ron DeSantis is trolling people. See, here's the thing about these. There's trolls in politics. That's what a lot of people don't understand. You know, I know a troll when I see one. When Donald Trump became president, I knew he was going to troll the country before he was president. He was just riffing, going off the cuff, selling merch at shows. Right? Is there people thinking it's it's a political debate? No, it's a comedy show. All right, he's going to see Kim Jong-un calling him thin on camera. I'll make sure we all look thin. Trolling. This guy was on a world tour, and everybody was just taking him seriously. Trolls get into politics too, guys. All right? And I think Ron DeSantis is one of those people. Because Ron DeSantis, before he signs $800 million into the education system, he's like, oh, don't, you can't say gay. And then you got all the liberals going up in arms. No, what do you mean I can't say gay? That's ridiculous. We fought for... And he's like, all right, uh, the $800 million that's coming, don't give it to them. Especially not her. 
and not him, not her either, not him, all that. We just saved ourselves a couple mil right here, right now. <laughs> I'm a genius. <laughs> He's trolling. I don't know how you guys can see this, man. They're like, there's po- Politicians are human beings too, and they're smart. And with smarts comes humor. You can't beat it. If you're a smart person, you generally have a good sense of humor. If you're not a smart person, you don't have a good sense of humor. Trust me, I coach people for humor. The people that don't have a sense of humor are probably some of the most gullible people you'll ever meet. Yo, man, what's up with that mustache? What do you mean? What's wrong with my mustache? Ah, you got no sense of humor. No, I just thought what you said was, like, mean. So uh, you took me aback. I, I didn't know what to say. Oh, my God. I can't help you. All right, you're stuck. So um, let's go over here to the uh, to a couple of news articles I was looking at. Um, good news to the people out there, by the way, that, uh, you know, your kids, if you have kids and they're going to public schools, uh, you, they don't have to do, like, uh, any more FSA, which, which I believe, I didn't read all this, <laughs> okay? I, I do this on the fly. Uh, I believe uh, FSA are things like the SATs and the FCAT, right? Is that what it is? Or is it like a separate test from those two? But you know how, like, you can do okay in school? Like, imagine doing, like, for me, it was high school, right? You had to get a 2.0 GPA minimum. And if you don't have a 2.0, is it a 2.0 or was it a 3.0? I forget. I, believe it or not, guys, I was not good in school. I was not that good. I was, I was a smart kid, but the education system just didn't work for me, right? I hated, the, I hated my classmates, all right? The teachers would always give me slack because I was a quiet kid. Uh, sl- not slack, uh, flack because I was a quiet kid. Always messing with me, calling me out to talk. I don't want to talk, all right? I'm quiet for a reason, all right? So I was, I was not doing well, but everybody thought, I was, imagine being a nerd and not being uh you know, adequately intelligent in, in school, all right? It's almost like you get the worst of b- both worlds. You get treated like a nerd, and you don't have the intelligence that the school system puts on you. So here, according to this, uh, Ron DeSantis is also signing uh, what, what is the elimination of student assessments and applying the, the FAST. Now, in case you guys don't know, that means Florida Assessment of Student Thinking. Are you a smart kid or not? All right? We don't have to give you a test. We can look at you and just say if you're smart or not. I think that's what's going on here, right, where the teachers and the faculty get together and be like, you know what, this kid, he's a smart one. I like him, man. You know, I, I was trying to mess with him, and he was, he was talking back. He's smart at the mouth. He's definitely going to make it. Ah, <laughs> uh, don't worry if he doesn't pass the FCAT, man. Believe me, this kid's going to make it, man. This kid's out here lying to, lying to people, right? He's uh, He's buying Doritos bags and selling it, making double the price. <laughs> this kid's going to make it. Imagine being a smart guy, right? You know, four, a smart kid. Four years, you've got a good GPA. You work hard to get your grades up. And then at the end, you can't graduate because you didn't pass the, the FCAT. Like, how silly is that? You know, like, if you can't pass one test, everything you did for four years is nothing. So there's something messed up with the education system. So... If, if what I believe this article is saying, that FSA, it being like uh, uh, testing, 
and that's being removed, and now it's going through some sort of um, assessment where it's like, is this kid smart or not? Is this kid acceptable in society? Will he survive uh, intellectually? I think that's a better idea. Although, if I had it my way, if I had it my way and I was, uh, you know, like, uh, what's this guy's name? Dr. Strange, right? And I can make, like, a portal. I would want to, like, make an alternate dimension where you would go in and you get to choose what you want to be. And you have somebody or a group of people watching you become that person and go through all the transitions of trying to be that person or that profession. And then, you know, if you change your mind, you can then blend whatever you learned before into the new thing and kind of like put you into the new path and pivot. Because you know how many times people will spend forty to $60,000 in school to then be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to do something else now. And so your education is now thrown away? Because you now want to do something new. When I was in elementary school, I wanted to be a doctor. You know why? Because I thought those were my options. You could be a policeman. You can be uh, a, firefight, a firefighter. Or you can be a doctor. I'm like, well, if I only have three, I, I guess I'm going to be a doctor. Because <laughs> I was thinking entrepreneurially. Like, you know, cops get shot. Firefighters get hurt. I'm going to double down and start making some money off these people. <laughs> And then when I got out of elementary school, I then wanted to be, uh, no, when I was in middle school, I didn't know what I wanted to be in middle school. Middle school was, were like the medieval ages for me. I don't even, it was like a dark moment for me. I don't even remember middle school. And then when I got into high school, I wanted to be uh, a psychologist. And then when I got into college with an AA, you know, trying to pursue an AA in psychology, I was like, I don't want to listen to people's problems. <laughs> I'm going to be a journalist. And I started learning how to be a journalist. I was like, and then my, my, uh, my job was like, well, we'll pay your tuition, but you can't, you can't pursue being a journalist. You got to pursue something in business. I'm like, all right, I'll learn marketing. So I went from doctor to psychologist to journalist to, uh, to marketing. <laughs> and I use none of those skills today. Not even the marketing one, because what I learned from in, in, in my degree in marketing was null and void to the things that I'm doing now. Like everything I learned in college, I'm not doing right now at all, at all. So I think this is a good idea. I mean, let me go back here to the uh, DeSantis said the FAST will take place three times a year with tests that will take hours versus days and added that it will monitor student progress and foster individual growth. All right, not bad. Is he trolling again? I don't know. I don't know. I take everything politicians say with a grain of salt. All right, this sounds like it's promising. A test, you know, isn't enough to show if a kid isn't, you know, adequate. So if it's individualized and it gets rid of those assessments and it monitors children's individually, I think it's a step up. I don't know the details of it. All right. Don't come to the comedy show complaining to me that you disagree with this. I'm just saying, on paper, or rather on this site, CBS 4 News, it looks promising. All right, now what is the next thing that's happening in uh, education? Oh, look at this. Some guy by the name of Richard Cochran is stepping down in April as Florida Education Commissioner. What is going on? Is there a purge? 
in higher education in, in, in Florida, in Miami? Huh? Are people getting whacked? $800 million are about to get pumped into the education system in Florida. And, and like mobsters, people are already getting whacked from their positions. <laughs> hey, man, $800 million is about to come in. Cochran, you out. Oh, man. Richard Cochran, a controversial figure who helped champion Ron DeSantis' conservative agenda as Florida uh, Education Commissioner, is resigning his post this spring. You know what they did? They probably paid him off. They were like, hey, uh, Cochran, here's five mil. We made it. Now scram before people find out what we're up to. (laughs) You know too much. You got to get out of the game, man. Here's your check. Bounce. All right, we're now uh, gonna ha- gonna start raising the wages of Florida teachers. We have seven hundred and ninety-five million dollars. I thought it was eight hundred million. All right, somebody get this guy out of here. <laughs> All right, handpicked by DeSantis to run the state, edu- state education department in twenty eighteen, Cochran fifty six said, <coughs> "Wait a second. Wait a second." Oh, bless the tea. See, this is why I got to drink tea on the show, guys. I kind of get too emotional, right? My throat starts giving out. Handpicked by DeSantis to run the state education department in 2018, Cochran, 56, said in an interview that he intended to leave sooner. His departure has been expected since his ill-fated bid to become Florida State University president in the spring of 2021. COVID kept me longer than I anticipated. No, it wasn't COVID. It was, they kept holding back these 800 mil. I was waiting for it to get signed. They kept pushing it and pushing the date. And now that the date is here, I'm stepping down. My job here is done. (laughs) Throughout the pandemic, Cochran led the state's efforts to keep schools open for in-person instruction as much as possible. After the initial closures assessed the situation, he pushed to limit mask mandates and insisted on returning to annual testing after a one-year hiatus as a way to measure... Oh, so this guy was what? Holding on strong. It's like, no, man, we still got to do the FCAT. We still need the SATs. And Ron DeSantis is like, you an old man and your old ways don't work. The future is now, old man. You're out. Teacher and parent groups twice sued Cochran. (laughs) Not once, but twice. (laughs) Teacher... (laughs) (laughs) teacher and parents groups twice sued Cochran and the department over his pandemic related decisions they eat they lost each time (laughs) how was that second one right the first one didn't work stupid you're gonna you're gonna try again (laughs) having worked through the situation and serving the Santos administration for four legislative sessions the former house speaker from Pasco County said he is ready to move on. Uh, he expected to practice law and do some consulting and start a few businesses. <laughs> and I like, how the, I like how they put start a few businesses in quotes. I'm looking to start a few businesses. Yeah, because you got those 800 mil coming in, right? You're going to get a slice of that. Hey, you know what? I'm going to pivot. See, this is what's great. This guy does, doesn't need a degree to pivot from being the, uh, 
the Florida Education Commissioner to starting a few businesses, right? There's no one checking your degree to do pivots like that. Now that's real education. All right, there you go. The Florida education system is going to change everybody. I hope you guys are ready. All right, people are getting trolled. Money's about to get pumped in. Positions are getting whacked. All right, the old is out, the new is in. Is it adequate? I don't know. I'm no longer a part of the public school system. I've never been to a private school unless you count FIU. All right, I went from uh, public elementary school, public middle school, high school, never went to a private school, although I hear it's lit in the bathrooms. Uh, The people that I met that are in private school are messed up. Messed up kids, man. All right, they're either uh, DJs (laughs) or addicted to drugs. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm kind of overreaching here. No, no, they, they probably are in the, uh, uh, I don't know, some sort of uh, volleyball team, and they have six-pack abs. And they're probably in the beach right now getting a tan, Manny. All right, all right, fine, whatever. Go enjoy your tan. I'm still here doing a podcast trying to bring up my numbers. All right, you win this time, private school kids. All right, enjoy your yacht that your mommy and daddy got you. Whatever. All right, I paid for all this I paid for all these computers on my own. All right, and I'm proud. All right, can I get a private loan? Huh? Huh, Tom? All right, you're more privileged than me. Can I get some money? I should ring up my old private school friends, man. I'd be like, man, how's it going, man? I was roasting you guys over on the podcast. I want to make sure that I'm saying accurate things. Are you on a yacht right now? Yeah? I knew it. <laughs> all right, all right, let's move on. Uh... One thing I would like to add to this, uh, well, let me go to the chat, man. I haven't, I was, yeah, I was talking, Lorenza, yeah, the don't forget to say gay bill, right? I mean, what kind of, what kind of bill is that? What's going on? Why is it, why is that still a thing? Why, why, why are we putting out bills where it's like, it's almost like, uh, it's almost a little obvious what you're doing, right? It's like, hey, you know what, guys, uh, I don't want teachers talking to kids about being gay. I think the kids are going to find out regardless. Yeah, but we don't want the teachers doing it. They don't need the teachers to tell them about it. Um, one last thing I would like to point out. Uh, this kind of went under the radar during the pandemic. Uh, and it was an executive order by uh, Trump in July of 2020. Out of nowhere, right? Everybody's trying to get over the pandemic. And then Donald Trump just signs the executive order that says, skills over degrees for federal jobs, all right? And when, and even though this went under the radar, this for me was like, you know, a big highlight of the year for me. You know why? I'm, I'm, I'm a self-educated person. I'm not going to brag, all right? I love reading. I love taking e-courses. I love coaching. I coach myself. You advance so fast if you really know what you're doing with your personal education, you just advance because, like, you're naturally going with the flow, right? And so when I got my degree and I got a job, right, in, in, in corporate, I really started questioning who I was. And the reason why I was going through that phase was because everything I did in education was worthless. Now, you know, I run a, I run a business. I negotiate. I network. I know how to build websites. I know how to market. I know how to do stuff. And it's none of the stuff I ever learned in school. 
So when I see stuff like this in the news, it's like, oh, people are starting to realize that public education, it sucks. This is kind of like the president's way of saying, it's like, look, man, I hate to say it, but up until this point, everybody's been lying to you when it comes to your education. I'm sorry. But let me do it right now while you guys are panicking over the pandemic to kind of like announce it. Because people that are working for the government no longer need degrees. We need skills now. I don't care if an FBI agent has a bachelor's degree in political science. Can you capture the criminal? That's the real question. Can you look him in the eye, lie to him, and make him believe you? That's what I want to know. All right? What are you going to do? You're going to go up on a drug bust and be like, freeze, FBI. Here's my degree in political science. You show him the badge and your degree at the same time? No. Okay? So I think, I think uh, this, the times are coming, guys. Things are changing. This gets me all, you know, excited. I like seeing the world change. You know what I mean? I like seeing things kind of go through these evolutionary phases. So uh, what time is it? It's time to close the show. There you go. That was today's riff, everybody. Thank you very much for tuning in to the Miami Comedy Podcast. All right? In case you guys don't know, uh, we do this every day-ish. And we talk about things either where it's local, whether it's national, whether it's worldwide. You guys can join me on the chat. All right? I want to thank everybody that was on today. I think I got a good bit out of this. I'll go ahead and edit it, you know, later on. You guys will see it. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, educate yourselves. No matter what. You, we need you now more than ever. Get creative. As a matter of fact, one of the number one skills that I will tell you, let me bring the music down and say this one. Let me emphasize this. One of the most important skills that you can learn right now in today's world is learning how to be creative. And I don't mean that in a way of like cutting little pieces of paper and starting a scrapbook. No, no, no. I'm talking about like, you know, those ideas you get, how can you make more of those? And then when you get them, how can you put them into action? If you can come up with a lot of ideas and put them into action, Believe me, you're ahead of, of most. You're ahead of the crowd, okay? Creativity, mark my words, will be probably the number one skill. It, pro- it probably is already. If you look at all the innovators in the world, they just came up with a crazy idea, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to make it happen. Get as creative as possible. That's where the real education comes from, and it'll lead you the right way because it comes from the inside out, not the outside. And there you go. I'm done. I gave you guys a little coaching. We're done here. Thank you all very much. I'll see you guys tomorrow, Tuesday, 6 o'clock. Tonight's comedy shows. Uh, Monday, so Red Bar, 8 o'clock. And then we got Thank You Miami at 9 o'clock. All right? Come out to those shows, either one, or go to both. I want to thank all the people that have been coming to both. You guys are the real heroes. That's real education right there. You've been educated where to go for comedy. Uh, (laughs) Tuesday... Uh, Dom's Brickle, make your reservations there. We can only see like, I realize we can only sit like 15 people there. All right. Seven couples and one loner. I've seen it multiple times. So make sure if you want to come out on a Tuesday show, you make your reservations and announcing. Wait, let me turn this off. Big announcement. We've got a brand new comedy show Thursday. And Saturday, starting with the Saturday one, April 2nd, over at The One on Sunset. That's the name of the restaurant. The One on Sunset, starting April 2nd, and then a Thursday show starting April 7th. It's a weekly show. 
It's a little more upscale, right? It's a full dining experience. It's where Swenson's used to be on US1. Plenty of parking in the back. Tickets are now on sale. Go to MiamiComedy.com. Click on the events tab. You'll see it there for those two dates. All right. And then uh, Friday, we're back at Thank You Miami. And then Sunday, Tipsy Flamingo, which have been amazing. All right. Thank you all very much for tuning in. I'll see you tomorrow, 6 o'clock.